1: Your morning starts now. It's
0: the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. With Ellen generous this morning.
1: Yeah, this story with Ellen, it just keeps getting like deeper and deeper. Just on Friday we had a little bit of a story. I remember Jen was talking about it. She was like, "Ellen has had some really bad rumors going around about her." She issued this really uh, long letter of apology to her staff, and that was all going down on Friday. But now we're kind of hearing from the rest of Hollywood. Brad Garrett, I don't know if you remember him, but he was the brother, and everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. He's done tons of stuff. He's actually been in here before. He's done the comedy rounds and all that stuff.
0: He's well, in some other show too recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, some, um, God, what was that? I. It's about families and he uh,
1: plays like that kind of guy, right? Right. Like, uh, character. I don't know what he was in. I haven't seen him in a while. He's a but, certain
0: type of character actor yeah. you see on. But
1: I think he's hilarious. He's
0: very funny. And
1: I know that he's actually been on the Ellen DeGeneres show before because I've seen him on the show before. But he's actually going on the record. He tweeted a link to Ellen's apology and said, "Quote, sorry, but it comes from the top." Dot. 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 No more than one person. Who was treated horribly by her common knowledge. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Leah Thompson, if you know who she is, she was in Back to the Future. She played the mom, right? Isn't she McFly's mom, Leah Thompson? Yeah. Or Yeah. So she replied, true story, it is. Hmm. So there's a lot of smoke around this fire here with Ellen. Over the weekend, also, there were a lot of people saying that she is finished. She wants out. Her producer, Andy, went on the record. and oh, that she wants out. That she wants out. And then there were a lot of people saying that her show was going to be canceled. And then I read her producer, Andy, was like, look, nobody's going anywhere. Everybody chill out. We'll mm. figure it out. But the new rumor that I was reading yesterday on BuzzFeed was that James Corgan uh, is going to be her successor. And he would do a really good job, I think.
0: Yeah, he'd be good.
1: Yeah. BuzzFeed also has an article uh, where they speak to several former Ellen employees, and they all are saying that her executive producers engaged in rampant sexual misconduct and harassment. Mm. So there is a lot going on with this story.
0: All right. So we're still sorting through that. Also coming up, uh, Taylor Swift and some of her fans, I guess, going a little too far in defending her against just okay reviews. Like, I'm not talking bad reviews. I'm talking, like, pretty good reviews.
1: Yeah, like they gave her an A-. (laughs) minus.
0: Yeah, like an 8 out of 10, which, I don't know, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, So what else we got this morning? Oh, speaking of coronavirus, Major League Baseball is struggling to operate in the middle of the pandemic, and there are a lot of reasons why, but this kind of stuff doesn't help. L.A. Dodgers bench coach Bob Guerin was caught pulling his mask down to cough in the dugout.
1: Dumb. Why? Which, of course,
0: defeats the purpose. He didn't even cover his mouth or cough into his elbow. And then he put his mask back on. Now, he probably didn't do it intentionally. You know, maybe he's not used to wearing a mask or he doesn't know how they work. But if someone pointed out, he's literally summing up the Major League Baseball season in one gif.
1: Don't you think they would have some kind of training or protocol or Oh, I'm something? sure. Well, they
0: probably do. It's just not taking right away. You know, it's, these are habits that it's like any time, you, you know, we're having technical issues today mm-hmm. here at the studio. Right. It's caused us to improvise. We've had to move some stuff around, switch some things, and, you know, the the mouse is acting completely backwards. It's like climbing into your car and, you know, (laughs) you you hit the left turn signal and the right turn signal comes on. You turn on the radio and the air conditioning comes blasting out. That's kind of what we have going on here today. Yeah. So when your environment changes, And you have to adapt. It takes a bit to get used to it. In the meantime, you're going to be having to rethink everything. Yeah. And you're going to move a little slower. So maybe that's what's going on there. And we've seen it happen on the field as well, where, you know, guys are still spitting and they're they're still licking their hands. And I'm sure these are just old habits that die hard. It is worth noting, however, that Major League Baseball makes masks optional on the field, but they are mandatory in non-playing situations, including the clubhouse and the dugout. The non-bubble plan, though, in Major League Baseball is not doing well. Keep in mind, just one week into the season, the Miami Marlins were shut down after the team tested positive. The Philadelphia Phillies stopped playing for testing and precautionary reasons, and the teams... They were supposed to be playing and have been sidelined as a result. Over the weekend, the St. Louis Cardinals were also shut down after several players tested positive. Still unclear how big that outbreak will be. We've got a couple of players on other teams that have just quit the season, and then we heard that uh, Joey Votto.
1: Yesterday, yeah. Well, I got a text. It was one of those like notifications It was like, Joey Votto's been put on injury reserve. No speculation. And then a few hours later, it was I guess that they said that he had some – covid symptoms right so they tested correct, him correct yes? but i don't think that he has been positive yet so oh, maybe well, he's just good. got a little bit of a cold but that mike muzakis i think that's how you say his last name he also had like a little bit of a cold and tested negative and he was back oh, playing so yeah. maybe he just got a little bit of allergies or the sniffles or something i don't know yeah right yeah well we have some wedding news jeff i don't know if you heard about this or not but sean penn married Uh, His girlfriend, Lila George, we don't have official confirmation, but evidently one of their friends posted the news on Instagram and then it was deleted. But it seems to be that Sean is, um, let me find out. He's 60 years old and Lila is only 28. So there's a little bit of an age difference there. A little bit. Yeah. This is his third marriage. He was married to Madonna. Madonna. For about four years, back in the 80s, and then after that he was married to Robin Wright, and they have two kids together. God,
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, so the funny thing is, is that uh, Robin Wright and Sean Penn have two kids together. One is a 26-year-old son named Harper and a 29-year-old daughter named Dylan. So his wow. daughter is actually older than his wife. That's crazy. And it's kind of interesting. Wow. I was watching that. I finished watching that David Foster Netflix documentary. Yeah. So David Foster is this, like, crazy, famous, wickedly talented music producer. I mean, from Barbra Streisand all the way through to, like, Michael Bublé. But he is married to Catherine McPhee. And his daughters are actually older than his wife. And, you know, they all kind of go on the record Uh, like... Can you imagine? No, but that's what I was going to say. They all kind of go on the record. And they're like, you know, you think it would be weird, but it's not. It's like, we're all friends. Yeah. You know? Wow. I just couldn't imagine, like, my dad no marrying way. someone younger than me. Don't you think that would just be bizarre? Or it is your bizarre. Mom. Like, what if your mom married someone that was the exact same age as you? No. Just a little weird. Weird.
0: Really but we weird. We wish
1: them best of luck, you know? Yeah. It works for some people. <laughs> but
0: we wish them best of luck.
1: <laughs> we wouldn't do it, but good for you.
0: Uh, What else do we have here this morning? The first week numbers are in, and Taylor Swift, congratulations to Taylor Swift, sold 846,000 copies of Folklore in the U.S., which easily scores her a number one spot on the Billboard 200 chart, and that is especially impressive because no one even knew about it 24 hours before it came out, although the hype of the surprise release didn't hurt. It was the biggest sales week for any album since... Um, let's see for any album since Taylor's previous album, we should say she sold (laughs) 867,000 copies of lover in its first week last September. And before that, the only album to sell more was Taylor's previous release reputation, which sold a little over a million copies in December of 2017. So that's a good day. Uh, and she's got a massive fan base of, of Swifties who go to extreme lengths to defend her, even when it's not even necessary. Here's the latest example. The website, Pitchfork.com, recently posted a review of Taylor's new album, Folklore. And they gave it an 8 out of 10.
1: Which I think it deserves. That's I mean, pretty good, yeah. right? For like a folk album, absolutely. <laughs> for a
0: folk album, I'm
1: serious. It's and, you not know, everyone's it's all jam. relative, you depending on
0: what you like. Yeah, eight out of ten. I think that's pretty good. I think so too. And and the site has a reputation for being kind of snobby about this stuff, you know. So they're really stingy with high scoring reviews. So I think an eight out of ten is especially good coming from this site. <laughs> But Taylor Swift's fans are furious. The writer says she was bombarded with angry messages on social media, crazed fans tweeting out her address, her phone number, and photos of her home. They threatened to burn down her house and kill her.
1: Oh, what?
0: Oh, yeah. They sent her hexing tweets.
1: People are really mad, really angry.
0: Hexing tweets paired with satanic images of Taylor herself. <laughs> uh, one of the one of those with the demonic images was written in the Ethiopian language, Aramaic, uh, Am- Amharic, and said, anyone who comes after the dark queen, Taylor Swift dies alone and will be burned forever. You will be filled with your dark fears and demons. You'll never be happy and sleep well again.
1: Is there any artist that you feel that passionate about?
0: It's I mean, nothing I in the world that I feel that passionate love
1: Kenny Chesney, but I would never go this length.
0: Taylor is not commented. Yeah,
1: yeah. no joke. Yeah. So real quick also, Jeff, uh, Regis Philbin has been laid to rest. We heard that last Wednesday they had a private ceremony and that he was laid to rest at his beloved Notre Dame at the cemetery there, the Cedar Grove Cemetery. All right.
0: Anything else, Richie?
1: Nope, that's it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport.